Hello, ladies. I noticed that uh, many of you have been um, listening to the podcasts uh, on identity. I hope this is truly helping you. I hope this is just breathing some new life into your identity in Christ. I hope this is setting you free from the past and and setting you free from all the things that you have been identifying yourself with that do not belong there. Amen. In your true identity in Christ. And um, I hope that uh, you are you are really beginning to walk in this new creation. You are beginning to see yourself differently. You're beginning to speak differently. You're beginning to act differently about yourself and who you are in Christ. And uh, I'm so excited today because we are going to talk about the blessing. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about our true identity in Christ when it comes to the blessing of God on our life, our inheritance. Hallelujah. The blessing that we are supposed to be walking in. Glory to God. Um, so let's get started right away. I want to start out in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Let's go there. And uh, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation here with this particular verse. And um, so let's start. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Remember, we talk, we're talking about the things that are dead. Poverty is dead. It was crucified on the cross. Hallelujah. Jesus became poor. He was rich. Hallelujah. He was the, he was, yes, part man, part God, the son of the living God who had everything. Hallelujah. He could ever need who multiplied the fishes and the loaves. You can't do that unless you're rich. Amen. You can't do that unless you're rich. And he supernaturally brought forth provision, abundant provision on the earth. Hallelujah. That's who Jesus was, and that's who he is, and that's who he is in us. We are in him. And so, therefore, we share in him. We share in his richness, in his supernatural provision. Amen. And he became poor on this earth. He became poor on the cross so that by his poverty, he could make you rich. 
thank you, Jesus. And I receive the richness that you died for. I receive it. Hallelujah. Your poverty, your lack. Let's talk about that. What is poverty? Right? That's not having enough. That's, you know, what? That's begging. That's when you're in a position where you have to beg for things. And we don't have to beg. Hallelujah. For we have never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging bread. Hallelujah. So we don't have to beg. We don't have to be poor anymore. We don't have to lack any more. Because that is dead and buried. And now the resurrection life, the power of the resurrected life of God and the power of the new creation is in us. Richness is in us. The riches of God, the treasures of God. We're going to talk about that. Oh, I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, now let's go to Romans chapter 10. Now we're going to go to Romans chapter 10. And Romans chapter 10. And let's start... I think I want to start in verse 10. And I think, let me check here. Because I didn't write down which translation. But I think I wanted to do... Yes. Yes, here it is. Let's do the Passion Translation in Romans chapter 10. Let's start in verse 10 here. Sorry that's taking me a second. Okay. Verse 10. The heart that believes in him receives the gift of the righteousness of God. Ooh, remember we're talking about that in the last podcast. And here it is coming up again. This gift... It's a gift. Righteousness is a gift. And it's the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. It's not our own righteousness. The pressure is not on us. Amen. The pressure is not on us. The Bible says we're a slave now to be a slave to righteous living now. Be a slave to that. Don't be a slave to your past. Don't be a slave to focusing on on false identity, the things that are not who you are. Amen. But be a slave to righteous living, the righteousness of God that is there for us and in us through Christ Jesus. It's his righteousness that we are receiving, that precious gift of righteousness that we are in right standing with God no matter what. Hallelujah. So the heart that believes in him receives the gift of the righteousness of God. 
and then the mouth confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scriptures encourage us in these words, everyone who believes in him will never be disappointed. Now listen, I just want to stop here for a second, just kind of do a sidebar on disappointment. We've all been disappointed about things. We've all been disappointed, but it's not God that's disappointed us. It might be your perception of what you believe should have happened or how God should have done something for you or how this should have gone or that should have gone. And why didn't God do this for me when I needed him to do this for me? God is not conditioned to us. Do you understand? It's our faith that moves him. It's our faith that he responds to. And let's get real. Sometimes we don't use our faith. You know, and and sometimes we don't stand on things. We don't stand firm in the word of God on things. Sometimes we give up. Sometimes we forfeit things. That we are supposed to be standing in faith and holding on to and staying steadfast fast with. And not that God isn't merciful to us when we make mistakes or when we get weak or when we... He's merciful to us. But God is not the one disappointing us. Amen? So we can't look at the, we can't judge him. We can't have judgment on God because we're not happy with the way things went or things didn't go the way they were supposed to go. So we're blaming God for our disappointment and we need to repent of that. Yes, we get disappointed, but that does not line up with the scriptures. Our God is a good God, a loving God, and every perfect gift that comes, it comes from him and comes from above the Father of lights. Amen? Every good and perfect gift comes from him. And so we got to take that disappointment and we got to take it to God and we got to, you know, get real with him and say, Lord, we were disappointed in this. And I'm sure that if you do that, he will straighten it out. He will straighten your thinking out. He will straighten that out for you. We can't hold on to that. We've got to let go of disappointment. And we've got to set things right between us and the Lord with that. Amen. So I want to encourage you to do that. It's not him that disappoints us. You know, life can disappoint us. But no matter what, we stand. We have hope. We, we continue to go forward. But some of us, we've got to kind of go back to those points of disappointment. And we got to get it square with God. We got to set our minds right towards him. We can't be afraid to step out in faith because we're afraid to be disappointed. We can't do that. You can't 
We can't do that. We'll miss out on all God has for us. We've got to keep stepping out in faith. I've had to repent numerous times for blaming him for things. But he set me straight. When I'm honest with him, I go to him and he sets me straight. Sets my mind right and my heart right. And then I realize it had nothing to do with him. It had to do with me or it had to do with the circumstance or the situation or other people. You know, we can't control other people. And then we've got to know that God's going to, one of these days, that situation will turn around for our good. For those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And that's us. He gives us that promise. Amen. If we keep our attitude right. He will turn those situations around for our good because he loves us. And then he gives us understanding. Oh, okay. I see why that went down the way it did. And I see how I can change me in that situation. I can change me so that that never happens again. Amen? Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we stepped out too soon. Sometimes we did not listen to the timing of the Lord. And that's okay. He's merciful. But then that means that when we step out too soon, things are going to be bumpy. Things aren't going to work out the way that we think they should work out. So get that. Get get those disa- past disappointments. It's time to release those. Let them go. Get square with the Lord on it. Amen? It's important. He's waiting for us to do that. Verse 12. So then faith eliminates the distinction between Jew and non-Jew. Some translations say between Jew and Greek. For he is the same Lord for all people and he has enough treasures oh hallelujah to lavish generously upon all who call on him and it's true everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be rescued and experience new life oh hallelujah hallelujah And you know what that word means? Another translation says he has enough riches. Amen. He has enough riches and treasures. And that means to have abundance of outward possessions. It doesn't just mean salvation, even though that's in salvation, right? Rich, richness is in salvation. Riches are in salvation. But he's not just talking about spiritual richness. He's talking about an abundance of outward possessions to be richly supplied. That's what that means. And God has enough treasures. God has enough to lavish on us. God has enough provision. He's not limited. He's not limited. You know what? The government is going to be limited to the amount 
that they can help Americans with. The government is limited, but God is not limited in his resources. That word treasures also means affluent in resources. Hallelujah. So that he can give to all. Woo! Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we serve a God of unlimited resources. We serve a God that has enough for all. I feel for people out there that are that are not with God. They're not saved. They're not born again. They don't understand that there's a God that wants to provide for them, that wants to give to them. And as people of God, we need to be a witness to them. I'm calling it in. I'm calling in this, these treasures. I'm calling in these resources. I'm calling in the abundance I'm calling it in because I need to be a witness to the people out there that don't know God, that need help. We've got to have an abundance of resources so we can help other people. So we can say, listen, Jesus loves you. God wants to be there for you. Here's your rent. Here's groceries. Here's your car payment. You know, here's some financial help for you and your family to get you through the next month. That's what we're supposed to be walking in. This is what we're supposed to be walking in. God is going to rescue his people. And we're going to walk in the new life. We're going to walk in supernatural provision. Amen. That's who we are. That is our identity in Christ. To be rich. I don't want to identify with lack or debt, you know, anymore. I don't want to identify with that. That is not who I am in Christ. That's not who you are. And it doesn't matter what's going on around us. It doesn't matter what's shutting down. This is where our God shows himself mighty. This is when our God shows himself faithful. Hallelujah. And so you've got to take your rightful place. As a rich child of God. We're going to talk about that with Abraham's blessing in Galatians. We're going to talk about that in Deuteronomy 28. But we've got to declare who we are in this realm. And we've got to call it down. Now, come on. God has reserves. I was talking to him about this this morning. Came up in my spirit. He just said, you need to call on those reserves that I have for you. He's waiting on us. We're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us to call in those reserves. I said, Lord, you've saved those reserves for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Those resources, I start calling them in, calling them in, calling them in. Amen. Because in the natural, Revival Life Ministries is shut down in the natural. My husband can't go anywhere. 
our whole, uh, our whole, uh, uh, the last two weeks of March and now all of April, all of his bookings have been shut down, shut down. And that's our income. That's our, that's our income. Amen. But we serve a God. He has more than enough for us in his reserves for us. His treasures are there. His resources are not limited. And so we've got to call him down. Hallelujah. Just like people are going online and filling out applications. They want to be the first. one. <laughs> they want to be the first business and the first, you know, ministry to fill out those applications of first, you know, people who are unemployed now. And I get it. I totally get it. Well, I'm going to be the first one to go in and call down my reserves in Jesus name out of my heavenly accounts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's more than one account up there for me that I'm calling in the harvest. I'm calling in our resources and our reserve. Amen. All right, let's go to Galatians. Let's go to Galatians chapter 28. Let's go to Galatians chapter, I'm sorry, Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. 28 and 29, I want to read. And, um... And I think, yeah, I wanted to read this in the New Living Translation. Yes, here it is. All right, Galatians chapter 3, verse 28 and 29. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been grafted in. We've been grafted in. Hallelujah. And now that we belong to Christ, we are the true children of Abraham and are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you and to me. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And was Abraham a blessed man? Absolutely. Absolutely. He was a blessed man. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28. Let's Let's talk about our inheritance and our identity. Look at us. We're children of Abraham. We are children of Abraham. Amen. And we're joint heirs. We've been grafted in. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you that I have inherited the blessing of Abraham, the blessings of Abraham, the covenant blessing of Abraham. So good. So good. Let's go to Deuteronomy 
28 and talk about the blessing. Let's receive it. Let's receive it. I'm just going to start reading in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Hallelujah. Thank you for my inheritance. If you, let's start in verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commandments that I am giving you today, and we know that Abraham kept the commandments of the Lord and obeyed his God, even unto, right, almost killing his, almost killing the promised child, Isaac, right? That's how much he obeyed the Lord. The Lord God will set you high above all the nations of the world. Oh, hallelujah. God's people, we are set high above. We are sitting in heavenly places right now with Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's confirmation to that. And you will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Hallelujah. Abraham walked in that. Abraham walked in that. His fields were blessed. Everywhere they went and created a community, they were blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. Hallelujah. Your children will be blessed. Amen. My children, your children, we have a promise of a blessing. That is their identity. That is who they are. They are, we are children of Abraham. They are children of Abraham. Amen. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Amen. Your businesses are blessed. Listen, back then, what were they? These were their businesses. They were raising animals. They were raising farm animals. They were selling farm animals. Amen. They were raising crops. They were all kinds of, uh, you know, they were into materials. They were into, you know, whatever they could create. Their businesses. These are their businesses. These were their livelihoods. Amen. And they were, they were blessed over and above so much that they could feed other people when there were famines going on. Hallelujah. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be will be blessed. You know what? When I your fruit baskets, hallelujah. To me that says that 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 that, that the fruit they were growing was blessed. It was it was ripe, it was juicy, it was the best tasting fruit around. Amen. Their ground was blessed. Their soil was blessed. Hallelujah. They never had to worry about their crops not coming out right or the grapes not being right. They never worried about any of that. Amen. All their production was blessed. Hallelujah. And wherever you go and whatever you do, you're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the fields. You're blessed when you come and when you go. Amen. That's a song. Amen. You're blessed wherever you go. 
We were declaring that over Revival Life Ministries that every city Josh went into, whether he was preaching in the city, whether he was preaching out in the country, out in the middle of nowhere, he was blessed. Amen. You can't you can't judge where you're at. You've got to take the word. You got to judge the word of God. You got to take the word of God and apply that to what you're doing. You can't look at it. Well, we're out here in the middle of nowhere and there's only 35 people here at this church. Do you know that the financial that the offerings, the love offerings that people have sown in those churches of 35 people have been greater than than going to a church of 200. So you can never judge where you're at or where you're going. You got to say, you know what, Lord? You're not limited. Hallelujah. So I can't be limited in my thinking of where I'm at right now. And I can't be limited of what's going on around me. Listen, there was always stuff going around Abraham. There was always, there could be turmoil around him, but he remained steadfast with the Lord and God blessed him. He had fame in all the land. So much so that even kings that were not believers believed in Abraham. They believed God was blessing him. They saw it with their own eyes. Hallelujah. They saw it. They saw the blessing of God in their own, with their own eyes. And Abraham would be a blessing to them. He would never take from them, but he would be a blessing to them. So wherever you go and where, whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. Now, what is the opposite? And, and this came, this, this, um, um, this came to me through a Jerry Savelle, um, a very good friend of mine sent this message to me. Jerry Savelle preached this message, most powerful message I've ever heard. If you want to, especially in this time, I encourage you to go on YouTube and look up Jerry Seville's message on smote. Um, it's smiting debt. God will smite your lack in debt. Look it up. Look that message up. I'm telling you, ever since I, I listened to that, I took notes on it. I've been speaking it over my life and I wrote down every debt that I had and every area I was lacking in and we smote that thing. We smote it and God smote it supernaturally. And um, I'm tell- I want to encourage you to go online on YouTube and look that up and do it. Declare it over your life. Watch it. It's one of the most powerful powerful messages I've ever heard. And even though it was done back in like 2001, I think, I think it's that old or it might be 2010, somewhere along. It might be old. I think it's, I think it's around 2001. If I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong. But anyways, it was from a, you know, a while ago. 
but I'm telling you, it's a now word. It is a now word. And this is what he shared. The Lord in verse seven, the Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. Okay. And he said, he said to the Lord, what are my enemies? And the Lord spoke to him and said, lack and debt. Well, that makes perfectly sense. That makes perfect sense here. Perfect sense here because that's everything opposite of the blessing. <laughs> you know, poverty, lack, debt. It's, it's opposite of everything that God is speaking here about the blessing over your life. This is a covenant blessing from Almighty God that belongs to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I thank God that Abraham walked this blessing out. Because he walked it out, it was passed down to Isaac and then passed down to Israel. I don't even like to call him Jacob anymore because when he wrestled around that night with the angel... And he said, I'm not letting go till you bless me. He gave him a new name. And that's because he didn't want to identify with Jacob anymore. He didn't want to identify with his old life of him stealing his brother's birthright and stealing, you know, taking his blessing. He didn't want to, you know, he went through a lot living with Laban. And Laban was always cheating him out of his wages and all that stuff and cheating him out of his first wife right? I mean, come on. It was a, it, it, there was so much in this wrestling around and it was the night before he was going to go see his brother and be restored. And he was like, you know, he, he needed a new name. He needed to be Israel. He needed a new name. He needed a new identity. But I thank God that Abraham believed God and walked in this blessing and passed it down to us. And now we've got to believe God. We've got to walk in faith. We've got to get it for ourselves. It's ours. It's in us. And so now we've got we've to walk in it. We've got to walk in it. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the Lord will conquer your lack and your debt. And they will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That lack and that debt is going to scatter from you in seven different directions. Oh, hallelujah. It's going to flee from us. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. That you smite our debt and our lack. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. It's dead. Isn't it dead? Wasn't it crucified? Hallelujah. God is taking care of it. He's already taken care of it. Jesus took care of it. And so now we are walking in the full blessing of Abraham. And we're walking in the riches. Hallelujah. And the hidden and the hidden treasures, oh glory to God. Lord, give us those hidden treasures. Hallelujah. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Amen. I receive it. 
The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. Listen, if you're not seeing a blessing on everything you do, you need to rebuke that thing right now in the name of Jesus. You need to go to God and say, Lord, am I missing it somewhere? What am I not doing? Am I not believing in you? Is there a lack of knowledge here? I mean, we are destroyed for our lack of knowledge. The devil can come in and take from us, right? When we have a lack of knowledge there. So it's important. This is why it's so important that we fill ourselves with the knowledge of him, with the word of God, so that when the enemy comes, we can say, no, no. He cannot touch us in that realm. He cannot touch us in our finances. He cannot touch us with lack. He cannot touch us with debt. Because he has more than enough to provide. His resources are unlimited to us. And Lord, you said everything that you guarantee a blessing on everything that we do. And will fill your storehouses with grain. Hallelujah. With provision. With more than enough provision in our storehouses. Hallelujah. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Wherever he's called you to be, he is blessing you in that land. Your land is supposed to be producing blessing. Blessing. Hallelujah. You got to speak to where you're at. Speak to where you're at. Speak to that land. Command it to bless you like it's supposed to. Amen. Amen. It didn't matter where. Remember when Abraham and Lot, right? They had a, Abraham gave Lot the choice. Where do you want to go? And of course, Lot picked the most plush looking area to go to. So Abraham chose, right? Abraham went to his land, which wasn't the most plush and wasn't the most fruitful looking land, but he blessed it. It was blessed and God blessed it and it produced the way the blessing is supposed to produce. And that's what it did. Hallelujah. We are not limited. Amen. Abraham was never limited, never limited wherever he went. Wherever he went, he was blessed. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just want to talk about this. I, well, this come, it's come up twice in my spirit now. You know, one thing I don't think we realize, if you're believing God to be pregnant, to give birth, if there's an issue going on, I want to say this. Remember, Sarah's womb was not open yet. And Abraham prayed for the king. Oh, his name's, oh, his name is not in, uh, it's not coming to me. Anyways, at that time, right, here they are 20 years into their walk with the Lord. Here they are. I can't remember how many years it had been. 
that Sarah still had not conceived. And Abraham comes and prays for king, for a king, because they were barren. So Abraham goes and prays for them, and they, and they receive from the Lord, and God opens the king's, you know, wife's womb, and they they can have children. They're no longer barren. And this is before Sarah's womb is even opened up. So Abraham went and prayed for them. And they, and God opened up their wombs and they were able to have children. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though Sarah's womb had not been opened yet, they went over there and prayed for somebody else to receive what they were believing God for. So let that minister to you, however that ministers to you, but that's how we've got to be. Amen? Even though we may not see it manifesting in our life right now, right? I mean, we're believing God for a Revival Life headquarters. I need to go pray for someone who's believing. I need to go pray for someone who's believing for that and and see God manifest that in their life. Amen? That's what we've got to do. Even though we don't see it in ours, go pray for someone else to receive. And we know shortly after, Sarah's womb opened up. And, and they were able to conceive Isaac. Amen. But that's, that's how it is. That's how it is. You know, it's in our nature to kind of, you know, it, it's in our nature sometimes to feel like, well, how can I believe God for you when it's not even manifesting in me? But that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. God had Abraham go and pray for someone else to be pregnant. Even though that's what they were believing God for. That's how it works. That's how it works. Amen. So I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to do that. Verse 9. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Amen. Walk in this righteousness. Walk in the gift of righteousness. That's being Walk in right standing with God. Walk in your righteousness and boldness. And fearlessness, amen. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he swore he would do. Walk in your true identity in Christ. Walk in that. Walk in that. Walk in your true identity. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are are people claimed by the Lord. And they will stand in awe of you. I'm telling you right now. The body of Christ, the true believers of Jesus Christ, the true remnant. God is raising us up. The finances are going to flood us, the body of Christ. And we are going to be seen to the nations. We are the body, the believers. It's not going to be Hollywood, people. It's not going to be Hollywood. It's not going to be the ungodly CEOs and all the, you know, it's not going to be them. It's going to be us, the church. This is our time. We've got to wake up. 
God has given us a wake-up call. Amen? He's given us an awakening here to wake up and say, be who I've called you to be. Walk in your true identity. Receive from me the riches that I have for you. Receive the wealth that is needed to do what God's called us to do. Amen? We've got to walk in it and receive it. So other people... So other people can see it. So the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord. We belong to the living God. We belong to him. And they will stand in awe of you. Hallelujah. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land. Oh, there's that word, prosperity. Prosperity in the land. Hallelujah. I receive it. He swore to your ancestors to give you. He swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. Oh, hallelujah. We're not going to run out of anything. Amen? We're not going to run out of anything. Hallelujah. If God has to multiply our toilet paper... Glory to God. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. Listen, these stores, they're running out of all kinds of stuff. Well, God does not run out of anything. Amen. He's my supplier. Amen. He's my supplier. Lord, you're my supplier, and I receive my supplies from you. Hallelujah. Supernaturally. Listen, if he has to send them down from heaven, however he's got to get them to us. He's going to drop them off at our door. Amen. Amen. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it because Publix is not my source. And Walmart and BJ's, you know, these places are not our source. Amen. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. They're not our source. Yes, they're places for supplies. Us to go get our food and whatnot. But I'll tell you what. If it runs out, God will provide for his children supernaturally. However, he has to do it. He will do it. Amen. I'm not going to be begging for bread. Oh, hallelujah. Blessing you with many children, numerous livestock and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There it is again. Blessing everything that you do. Blessing every work that you do. Amen. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. It's time. It's time. My identity is to lend, not to borrow. I repent for borrowing. I repent for that. I repent for borrowing. Because that's not who I am. That's not my identity. My identity in Christ is that I'm supposed to be lending. And if I keep borrowing, then I can never lend. Because the more you borrow, then the more you borrow, the more you borrow, the more you got to pay that back. Right? The bigger hole we dig in that. And that's not who we are. That's not who we are. 
We can't walk in our true identity. We can't be in the identity of blessing if we're always borrowing. Amen. So we, you will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. And the reason why you'll never need to borrow from them, and the Lord showed this to me, is because he has plenty for us in his storehouse. He has plenty for us. He has plenty for us. He is an eternal source that never runs out. And that's why we don't need to borrow. Because there's plenty for us. There's plenty. He has plenty for us. Amen. We don't need to borrow. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. That's who we are. That's who we are. We have a choice to be the head or the tail. And I want to choose life. I want to choose to be the head. I am the head. I'm supposed to be the head. That's my identity in Christ. I'm the head. That's my blessing of Abraham. He was the head wherever he went. He was always the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You will always be on top. I don't care what your circumstance or situation looks like. You are on top. You are on top. It's time to get on top. It's time to be on top. And never at the bottom. You must not turn away from any of the commands I am giving you today. Nor after other gods and worship them. Amen. I mean, credit cards can be gods. They really can. They really can. You know, credit cards are there for us. You know, for, for you can be the head and use your credit card. You can be the, you can be, you know, the head. You can get many, uh, you know, benefits, you know, sky miles, you know, you can, you know, points for money and points for this and points for that, you know, travel and all that. I mean, Josh you know, has, has used those for his benefit. Credit cards, you know, can be a benefit for us. When you're, when you have enough, you know, you, you charge something, then right away you turn around and you pay that. You know, you using those credit cards for your benefit where you're on top, not you're on the bottom of them. Amen. And they can become gods. They can be Oh, you know what? The Lord's not providing enough. So let me use my credit cards to do this and that and get here and there and and do that. And there's been times that, you know, Josh has used a credit card for flights or whatever, but we always pay them back. Amen. We always pay them back. Right? Because we don't, we want to be the head. We don't want to be the tail. Right? We want to be above only and not beneath. Amen. Because otherwise, then they become in charge of us. We become slave, you know, to the credit cards. We become slave to them. And I hate that with a passion. I hate it. And we are still getting out of debt. Amen. We're still, I believe, I've received that, that God has 
smote my lack and debt. He smote it. Amen. He smote my enemies. And no more of that. No more of that. No more need of that. Amen. We're the head and not the tail. We're above only and not beneath. We're sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we are walking our identity as a child of Abraham, right? That's part of our our identity. Yes, we're children of God, but we're also children of Abraham. Hallelujah. And the blessing. Oh, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Walking in the blessing. And you know, they were healthy people. And that's, I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. We're going to start talking about health. And uh, I think Thursday night, Josh and I are going to be on over at the church we attend, Vivid Life in DeLand. We're going to be doing a, um, um, a live broadcast, Josh and I, on that. And I think we're, he really wants to talk about health and healing, wants to talk about healing. Amen. This, this, so many people are being so negative and fearful. My goodness, you know, this is a time to stay positive. This is a time to declare, you know, that by his stripes we are healed. Amen. I'm declaring that over my whole family. But anyways, I want to just, you know, that's part of the blessing of Abraham. Amen. That's part. They all walked in divine health. No feeble among them. Amen. And they walked in divine health. And that's part of the blessing too. But I hope this has encouraged you today about who we are in Christ and what our identity is. What are we supposed to be identifying with? Hallelujah. The riches of God. We are rich. We are wealthy. We are prosperous. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you know, you can't prosper unless your soul prospers. You know, you're prospering as your soul prospers. As your mind, your will, and your emotions are prospering, you are prospering. This is why we've got to stand on the Word of God. We've got to change our minds. We've got to allow our minds to be transformed by the Word of God in regards to prosperity, in regards to riches, in regards to who our source is. Oh, hallelujah. And so I think, I pray you grasped a hold of this today. And I come into agreement with you right now over your life. Oh, hallelujah. Start declaring, start, start calling it forth. Start calling forth that supernatural, you know, multiplication over your life. The, the, the riches over your life, the, you know, call on those reserves, call on the things that you need. God already knows what you have need of. Amen. And I truly believe that it's already on the way. It's already on the way for us. Hallelujah. God is not withholding it from us. It's already on the way. Your provision that you need. Amen. But I'm talking, I'm, I'm ready to step into another level here. I don't just, I'm not, I'm not just believing God for what I need. I'm believing God for a total shift. I'm believing God for another level of the blessing to be manifested in my life, 
to be walking in that. I need it to physically manifest itself. Amen. And so that first step in us is that we've got to We've got to see it in the word of God. You've got to see who you are in the word of God. Take a hold of that. Meditate on it day and night. Let it change you. Let it change your thinking. Amen. Let it let let I hope this opens your eyes to see that our God is not limited in his resources for us. Amen. Fear not, fret not, worry not. Get in faith right now and receive your abundance. Oh, hallelujah. I received the shift. Hallelujah. I received a financial shift. Lord, put me where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be the head in, in the, in the, in the realm of finances. Hallelujah. I'm supposed to be the head. I'm above only and not beneath. Amen. And that's where I want to be. And that's where I am. And that's where I'm moving to. And that's what I'm receiving from the Lord. So be blessed today, ladies. Be blessed. Receive your blessing. Receive your provision. Receive it from our eternal source. Amen. And receive it from that covenant promise. The, the, the promise of Abraham. The blessing and promise of Abraham. Receive all of them today into your life. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I receive it in Jesus' name. We receive it in Jesus' name. Now, right now, I just want to speak to the job situation. I know many of you, you've been shut down. You're not working Maybe some of you are, are still getting paid. Maybe you had some paid time. Maybe, But maybe for those of you who are not, stand on this word. Receive. Receive it. I'm in agreement with you. We're in the same situation here. We're walking on water, people. We are walking on water. And I'm telling you that God is going to meet us. Jesus is meeting us with provision. He's going to meet us. Amen. He's not going to let us sink. <laughs> We're not going to sink. We're walking on water and he's proud of us. He's proud of us right now because we're standing in faith. He's proud of his daughters for standing in faith and walking on water. And he's going to meet us in Jesus name. Amen. He's going to meet us. Fret not, fear not. He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. Amen. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I'll be back. And uh, didn't mean to go so long here, but a lot of us were not, eat, you know, some people are not even in church right now. So use this as a, as a time of Bible study. Amen. Take notes. S take these scriptures. Take the word of God. Speak it over your life, ladies. You won't be disappointed. Amen. We're going to see God manifest himself in our lives over these next days. Amen. And let, let's hear the testimonies. Let's hear the praise reports. Let's hear it from you because I know God is doing it. He's going to do it. Amen. And he's going to do it in my life too. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bless you. Bye-bye.